Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags. This series is intended to empower you to break through your self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal power. You're the only one in your way, so if you're ready to step up and out, this is your show. Let's go. All right, fam, I am sitting here post-session with the Jess Glazer. Today's episode is for the entrepreneur. Today's episode is for the person who is trying to get on, out of their own way. Today's episode is for someone who can't fathom elevating themselves because they don't know where to start. Jess is an incredible coach. She is the definition of an entrepreneur. She's a freaking superhero. She's my business coach an incredible friend. I love this woman to death. She has been such a light in my life the past year, and I'm very grateful to know her and honored to have her on this podcast because I know very soon, already it's happening, but very soon she's going to be uh, untouchable to try and get on things like this because she's so knowledgeable. She's so brilliant about business and supporting you and building yours. So I am so excited for you today to experience what this woman has to offer the energy she has, the knowledge she has, the wisdom she has, and how good of a person she is, which y'all know is so important to me, um, being around people that are just good people doing good things. So without further ado, I want to introduce Jess. Um, make sure that you are taking notes today because she dropped some really powerful nuggets um, and, and just let me know what you guys think. Again, please rate, subscribe. Once you listen to this, share it with someone. This is the most important part for me. Share it with someone if it impacted you because it could impact someone else. And that's what this is all about. Value, 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 value for those who you don't need to pay for it. You don't need to go out of your way. Like just, just share it um, because people get to have this value. So thank y'all so much for being a part of this fam as always. And let's go, baby. Let's get this started. Come on. This is like the most makeshift, but also... No, it's great. I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Okay. Welcome, Jess. Thank you Queen so much. Bee. What up? Let's go, fam. Thanks for watching or listening to another episode of Let's Go. We have a very special guest today. Very special. This is like... Okay, so this is one that, um, that I have been hoping to get going for a long time, and... It's hard because she's like the busiest lady on the planet. She's making moves. Not busy like I have things to do. Busy like I'm making moves to change the world. So we are blessed enough to have the queen bee, Miss Jess Glazer, in the house. Woo! I need an applause sound to add to these things. Oh, my gosh. You're, I know, right? A keyboard? Like, doom. Yeah, like, <laughs> like have a little, oh, I'm going to totally do that. You Get are ridiculous. Hands. Thank um, you so much for having me. I want to yeah. acknowledge you for, for doing this podcast because I was around when you decided you wanted to start it. Yeah, you were. And watching you build it out and have guests on and buy the equipment and do it consistently every week has been super inspiring and I'm proud of you. Thanks. So let me just give y'all a little background real quick. Jess is my... Can I say this? Are you cool with that? Yeah. She, Jess is my business coach. So I Jess and I started working together a couple months back and it was like kind of on accident. And she was just like, yeah, um, I kind of do things where like I help people build online businesses and I can help you. You should be getting like paid for the stuff that you do. And I was like, okay, uh, let's do that. And then I think it was like nine minutes on a phone call. And I was like, <laughs> and that was it. You didn't have to enroll very hard. No. I was like, she's just like, she's so awesome. And she was very welcoming in that experience. And we have done some awesome work together. We'll dive into that. But first, um, I'll let you just kind of give us a lowdown on like a quick lowdown on who you are, what you do. Just like tell people who you are. Yeah. All right. So like you said, Jess Glazer, I am a personal trainer here in the city at Performance House. Yeah. I'm an eating disorder survivor, which is a huge part of my story. I was a phys ed teacher for eight years in an elementary school. I went to my, I went to college for my doctorate for physical therapy. So I've kind of done a bunch of different things, lived a bunch of different lives. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, I am a business coach, like you said. So I help burnt out fitness professionals build online businesses, profitable online businesses. And uh, that came from building one myself over the past about six and a half years, which a lot of people also don't know. So within our industry, oftentimes I am approached with 
oh my God, you're crushing it. Like you built this business in the last right. year. Um, it's been almost seven. <laughs> so it definitely did not happen overnight. But uh, I was involved with network marketing. I've been doing online business for a long time. It used to look like emailing people their workout programs and doing weekly check-ins. And then it was, you know, selling eBooks at $79 a pop and then courses for around 200. And then now we do the high ticket courses, uh, which is kind of where the industry has gone. So I've just kind of grown with the industry and uh, about a year ago, basically left health and wellness fitness coaching for business coaching full time and have never been happier. And I feel like it finally took all of my pieces, all the jobs that I've had, all the things that I went to school for, um, and it combined it into one beautifully packaged, messy, really, really messy, beautifully packaged thing. And now that's what I'm doing. But uh, it's basically me. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I've been, I've had the pleasure of watching you do this like shift where nobody really knew. So she's a trainer at Performance House. Nobody knew that she was doing this business coaching, like she said. Like, I, I mean, maybe other people knew, but Not from much. what I knew, none of us had any idea that Jess was kind of in that game. And she started like just kind of like dropping little like nuggets and things. And I was picking them up and I was like, wait a minute. How do you know this stuff? Like, where is this coming from? Um, so it's been so amazing to watch that shift. And so I'm posting an Instagram today yeah. that I'm really excited about. It's so dumb that I'm excited about. It's a, a bunch of backflips. Okay. And it's like me falling on my face over and over and over and over. And my whole Instagram thing is like, or the, whole, the whole caption is about how you don't see the falling on the face you see the backflip landing onto an 18 inch box and then all the awesome comments about how cool that is. People don't see the seven years of building the online business. People don't see the 10 years of building a fitness space, like a fitness uh, personal training business or group fitness business. People don't see that. They just see the final product. So this post is like showing all the falls and it's no mistake that you're my guest today (laughs) because like, Holy crap. I love that. And I love and the angle you could take too, which we've talked about before. It's the falls aren't fails. They're they're lessons, right? And it's right. like every time you fall, oh, I, I threw my head back or I pulled my knees too high or I waited too long. So you're just learning and tweaking. And that also resonates with me a ton because uh, I was a competitive gymnast my whole life. That's actually what I went to college for. So right. that I think is where I learned a lot of these lessons. And I am grateful for that learning delayed gratification and mistakes and, and learning how to fail and learning how to cope with that. When I was a teacher, it was really interesting. A lot of the kids now don't necessarily have those skills. We live in an instant gratification world where we're swiping and we're clicking and we have phones and everything's at our access. Right. And coping skills are something they're not really learning. Mm-hmm. And that was always really frustrating for me because I found that was one of the greatest things I learned in gymnastics was that delayed gratification where Before you can learn a backflip, if you're learning it properly, there's so many other things you have to learn first. And so someone in that sport, you, you, right off the bat, you understand, like it might be a year, three years or five years before I learn how to do that thing. And that's okay because I first have to master this thing. And I think that's really kind of what has happened in my business, but also even in fitness, because Mm -hmm. I moved to Manhattan two years ago. I had left my teaching job, quit, quit my job, like with no, with no plan Obviously, I kind of had an, uh, right, kinda an had idea plan, of where right? you were going. Yeah. Um, and when I came into the industry here and, and have been so blessed to work at Performance House, which if you did not know, is arguably the best trainers in the country. Hell yeah. <laughs> they're all right there. <laughs> yeah, their names are right here. Um, <laughs> Angelo just jumped on and joined the party. And <laughs> no, 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 don't actually. Go yeah, do no. your work. <laughs> um, I got a lot of that here as well where people are like, wow, you just started in the fitness industry and look, you're at Performance House. And just to backpedal, I got my first personal training certification in 2002. Yeah. So it's been 17 years. <laughs> I mean, it didn't happen overnight. Right. Um, and just going through the process, like you said, of those failures, everything from, of course, the eating disorder was huge, but I used to do bodybuilding competitions. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of, I've done so many different things and teaching group fitness classes and trying all different certifications, everything from, yoga to CrossFit and just doing all the different steps and necessary things. I've worked the front desk at a gym. I've been at the juice bar at a gym. I've done the daycare room, you know, so um, I've definitely put in the time, but people don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is interesting. The, 
that dynamic of like, yeah, I've put in time, I've put in work. And I think what I'm enjoying is like not, it's really weird. I, my goal is to put that stuff out there as it goes. Like I want to put out the trials, errors, tribulation, all the crap that goes down so that I can show people, Hey, I'm doing this. I don't know where I'm going to end up, but we're going to try it. We're going to go hundred percent. And every time it seems to work out, if you put the work in, you put the work in, you put the work in, stuff happens. Like you just create results in your life. Um, but there's something really awesome about being just like quiet, just like doing it in the dark. And the next thing you know, you're like, Jess, her program is called empower you. I'm going to plug the crap out of this. <laughs> it's called empower you. And like she said, she helps burnt out business coaches. Let me see if this is right. Burnt out business coaches build online businesses. Burnt out fitness professionals. Bingo. <laughs> I'm that. I, I was that at times. So she got me. Um, and I, I think it's amazing watching that come up of like, it was just quiet. Like you showed, there was no discussion about like, hey, look what I'm doing. Look at all the failures I had. Look at all the mess up. You just did it and you just kept building. Um, and not to say you're done. Like, I feel like you are like, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess one of the things I want to talk about today is in those like failures and mess ups, probably because it's right on my mind right now. It's been like the past few days. We had a call um, with our team with Jess has like a group call for all the coaches or all the people she's coaching. And we had a phenomenal, was that Monday? The one where you got to yeah. really shine your light. I think yeah. it was Friday. Was it Friday? Was it Friday? It was Friday or Monday, and you stepped up as a leader, and it was just so powerful. It was so awesome because I was in such a crappy mood. Yeah. I was having such a bad day. It was Monday. Yeah, was it? I was having the worst day. And we get on this call, and somebody brought up, one of the girls in the program brought up uh, that people are, like, not believing in her, right? That was kind of, she's like, mm-hmm. people are shitting on my discussion about building my own business and me me and Jess just went off and I was like it's amazing like all this stuff is so real so that's kind of what I want to talk about is like how do we keep going in the moments where we don't want to I'll let you just roll with that for a second (laughs) well I think this question is kind of twofold because bringing it back to what we were discussing on the call was really about kind of keeping your blinders on Mm -hmm. right and going back to the why why are you doing it and how does it make you feel and really how you can serve other people so I think one of the quickest ways to get out of a bad mood is is to serve others which is essentially what you did the other day Mm -hmm. without even realizing it you kind of stepped into your leadership you did what you do best you got into your zone of genius and ultimately started coaching this girl Mm -hmm. which shifted your mood like you just said um So I think when you're having hesitation and reservation about something, it's putting your blinders on, reminding yourself of why you're doing it, and then going out and doing the thing that makes you feel really good. Absolutely. Right? So just serving other people. And that could be be anything. I mean, the world we're living in, it's answering a DM where someone asks you a question and giving them the value that they need. Or we are in a service-based industry. You know, being a trainer, it's showing up for your client, going the extra mile. It could just be calling a, a friend or, you know, texting your mom, something that's just going to make you feel better right. um, as a byproduct yeah. and you're not doing it to make your, yourself feel exactly. better. Yeah. One of like this coach that I have, that's amazing. She's just a phenomenal human being. She said to me, when in doubt, focus out. So like when you're having a lot of um, pain and struggle and adversity in your space, look at other people, pay attention to like someone else's situation, yeah. be in support of them because For example, that situation, I was able to just go off on like all the experience that I've had with it or not even experience that I've had with it. Sometimes it was just like a discussion about what I know to be true or what I believe to be true. And we are able to talk about the things that we know best about ourselves. That was a really confusing statement. I know that I was struggling at that moment with staying true to building my business. Like when we had that conversation, I was having a day. I was like, what did I do with my life? This is so stressful. And then she was saying, essentially, this is my problem. Because I was in it and because I know it and I've had that that moment in my life many times in the past few months, I was able to just give such clear um, coaching to her. Because when we've been through stuff and when we've seen it, it's so easy to just tell people about it. Like yeah, people when you're are on the mirrors. outside. Yeah, exactly. When you're on the outside. But then hearing myself say it, it like... Yeah. 
It's real. Well, I think the other part of it too, so it was kind of a twofold question. So when you're in it, here's part of the thing, and, and we talk about this, I, the program I used to run, Food Freedom University, talked about this a ton because that had to do with really like beating binge eating and cravings and more, not being on a diet, but that diet culture and body positivity and all of that. Now in Power University, we talk about it as well, but in a business structure. So mm -hmm. if you look at your life, you can look at it really two ways. There's two really different types of people. There's the person who lives on the merry-go-round, right? And it goes around, and this is where I was for eight years when I was a phys ed teacher, and I'm not putting being a teacher down. It is one of the most admirable jobs. I, I So much credit to teachers. Like, the job is necessary. It is not easy. Patience of a saint. Um, but it's this merry-go-round where every day it was, I was in at 8.20, and I, had to be, and I was out at 3.25, and I had weekends off, and it was wonderful, and you have summers off, and you know where your vacations are, and it's very... Um, it's a consistent and very comfortable, in a sense, type of type of life, right? So you just kind of go around and around, and that's cool. Some people love that. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Not consistency, not stability. Comfort. Stability, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some people yeah. love that stability, and I, and I thought I did. Yeah. Now on the flip side, you have more of the entrepreneurial life, which is a roller coaster, and so the highs are really, really high. The lows are really low, yeah. and can be really lonely, and that's usually where we quit. But we live for the high, we live for the drop, right? Yeah. And when you're dropping and your arms are up, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing, it's crazy. But here's the thing, the, the bottom of the roller coaster is called an implementation dip. And they talk about this a lot when you read books on habit building mm -hmm. and pattern interrupting and um, neuro-linguistic programming, yeah. which I'm very into, I'm a nerd. Um, but what happens is at the bottom of the implementation dip is generally where, like, let's take New Year's for example. New Year, New Year's resolution, two, three weeks in, we know what happens as trainers. People often fall off the wagon, they quit their diet, they quit their workout regimen because it's not a habit yet. What happens is they've actually hit the plateau on the bottom, they've hit the Im implementation dip and they feel stuck because now it's hard because now they don't want to wake up early or they're really sore or they're sick and tired of eating kale, right? right? And so what often happens is we quit. Same thing happens in business, you get stuck. The launch didn't work, you're stuck on marketing, not enough people are reaching out to you, it's getting hard. Mm -hmm. And so people quit, but what we forget is that when we start the roller coaster, and you initially strap in and you put the seatbelt on and that bar comes down, you are starting at a dead stop. Mm -hmm. And so from a dead stop, you start to work your way up the roller coaster and you're pushing that boulder, right? You're going up the roller coaster, up the roller coaster. And so when you drop, you actually have momentum behind you. So when you hit the implementation dip, you have to remind yourself that you've already gone up the hill from a dead stop. Right. So you need to use the little bit of momentum that you have to push yourself back up the hill again. Right. And so I think a lot of times when it gets hard, it's just reminding yourself of like, I've done this before. Yeah. And knowing you're going to hit the bottom again. Yeah. And being okay with it. Yeah, being okay with it is huge. And knowing like that, that, um, that, what did, what did you just call it on your way down? Momentum. That momentum, there are many different ways in which that momentum is like shown, yeah. I believe. So like, it might be the community you created. It might be the network you have now. It might be the platform that you built already. It might be the, the journal that you wrote where it's like there were good days and you could read about the journal. Like, I don't know. There's a million different ways that that momentum looks. Yeah. And how do you tap into that and access it? You know, because there are, for me, the other day, it's a beautiful example. My team and community that created being around empower you being around other shakers and bakers that to me is my momentum so like i was ready to just that day i was like what the hell is going on like everything's breaking down it was one of those days where like yeah. step and dog shit get pushed out of a train miss your client got double booked at this time not my fault whatever like all these things why me like victim status and i used the momentum without knowing i mean i was very lucky that i had I was like, oh, I don't want to get on this call. I just want to go to sleep. And then I got on the call right. and that's what I created. That's another thing is, is being able to commit to yourself when like things are really nice is easy. Yeah. When things get tough, like that moment, can you still get on the call? Not like figure it out and like have a, just, can you just get yourself to a position where you might, what? Can you leave it here? I'll put it in there. It's 0707. <laughs> now the now whole world knows. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole world has to get in the performance house first. <laughs> Bye, Angelo.
If you need his locker code, it's 0707. So I don't even remember where I was. That was great. Uh, it's, it's the showing up, right? It's yeah. when you don't want to, and it's that consistency of... It's so interesting as a, as a trainer, as a group fitness instructor, a lot of times we're given praise by clients, right? And they say, thank you so much. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's actually, it's our job to mm-hmm. be here, right? Like we want to be here. It's amazing. We can do it. We're all grateful. But at the end of the day, like us being here for class is our job. They're the ones who showed up. Yeah. They're the ones who came after work when they were tired. They're the ones who rolled out of bed early and didn't hit snooze. Like they should be getting the praise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that. It's the, it's the showing up even when you don't want to. And also being okay with maybe showing up at 50% or 80%. And that's kind of what it was. You know, you jumped on the call. It was very obvious to all of us. Like, oop, Nick's... Nick's having a day. Yeah, he's not at 100%. But that's okay. But that's okay because he's still here. And sometimes you have to just sit back and listen. And sometimes you could jump in and participate. And the fact that you just showed up, it was on your calendar, you came. Even if you're half in, half out, it successfully turned your day around, which is not... Just show up. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's not even my intention for the call. Yeah. It's a coaching call, Um, and it's crazy how that happens, but just showing up, it's like such a cliche, but that's such a huge answer when people are like, how do you do these things, and how do you do this, and how do you do that? Just show up. So we had this discussion (laughs) on our call, a previous call. You could see how powerful these calls are. You need to get a part of this. Um, So we had a discussion with a PR woman who was giving us like a lot of information about just showing up and like doing... (laughs) It was like a total shot to my ego. She was like, just do things. Like, call someone and say you want to do a speaking engagement. Create an event. Get a few people together. Say we're going to do it on this date and do it. There's not any tricky, certainly when you're building a business, when you're doing a a fitness program, you want to change your body, you want to change your mind, just go. Like, just do it. That's the simple answer for most people. Now, you get to a deeper level of, I want to like get to a next level. I want to elevate even more. Now you're talking about like, okay, I need some next level coaching, but most of us just need to show up. Yeah. Like you don't even get to the gym. You, you just sat with me for a half hour and told me all the reasons why your body doesn't look the way you want it, but you haven't been to the gym in six months. (laughs) Show up to the gym. Well, I worked with clients that I would have them go to the gym for five minutes in the morning. Just to get in the habit of going. Literally go to the gym for five minutes. They didn't even, like, they could walk on a treadmill. They could go lift a five-pound weight for two seconds. I didn't care. They just had to get in the habit of showing up. Yeah. And that created habit change of showing up. Then they became 10-minute sessions. Then they were like, well, I'm here. So I might as well. Like, I don't want to. So then it became half-hour sessions. And, like, I was willing to go through that process with them. But sometimes it's just showing up that's screwing us over the most. We're not showing up. Yeah, we're not showing up at all. We're not showing up. We're not putting our face out there. We're not speaking. We're not getting our voice out there. We're not, you know, and and on that call with the PR lady, which was great, I just did this thing that she was saying to do. So I would love to speak. I want to speak on stages. I want to share my story. I want to teach these things. And so one of my business coaches back in October was like, okay, well, until you're going to be on the big stages that I want to be on, Mm -hmm. you need to get on other stages. And I kind of sat there with like my finger in my mouth and I'm like, well, how, you know? And he said, well, go build a stage, build your own. So I did. And in April I built a stage and I, and I spoke on it and it was amazing. And I was grateful enough to have you speak on it, which was incredible, but it's, it really is that easy and we overcomplicate it. Yeah. But we usually overcomplicate it out of fear. Yeah. It's simple. It's not easy. Yes. Is what I believe. Like, Simplicity and ease are not the same thing. Yep. And there are a lot of things I've noticed in the past few years for me that have been wildly simple. Show up, go speak. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's a lot that goes into that. It's not as easy as it sounds. Right. But it's simple. It's simple. Create your own stage. Yep. You know? And it's ironic we're talking about that because I, I didn't tell you this. Like, I committed to creating an event. Like, the, did I tell you this? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah, like, I'm going to do an event. Yes. I'm going to do an event, guys. Surprise. Stay tuned. I'm really excited. Um, so that's happening. I'm going to build my own stage. You inspired me. Yeah, and you know, the most important thing there, aside from making the decision, is actually booking it. Like, just book the date. And, and if you have to, it out. like, pay the venue or something, whatever that looks like, and then figure it out. Yeah, yeah. like, just book it. You'll you'll fill it. You'll fill Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. Once you, like, have it locked in, it's we'll like, it I got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you said something about um, your business coach. So this is something I really wanted to tap into today. 
because you're my coach. You just talked about having coaches. We're both in the fitness industry where I often use other trainers to coach me, to support me, to train me at times. Do coaches need coaches? 100%. Absolutely. I Not even love when people ask me that question. I'm like, I just want to go off for hours. Let's it, talk about it this. It takes a village, you know? Like, I can get into the business coaches in a second, but I have a trainer, yep. a, a personal trainer. I have a personal trainer. I have multiple physical therapists that I work with. I have a registered dietitian and nutritionist that I work with. She's also a naturopath. Um, so that's just my team for my, like, physical body, mm-hmm. right? And then on top of that, yes, absolutely. I have business coaches. I have multiple business coaches. And just like relationships, they kind of each fill a different piece. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm married. I can't expect Mike to be everything. He's amazing. He's incredible. But he can't be my best girlfriend, right? So like, just like relationships kind of fill different pieces, I have different business coaches for different things. And I feel like Mike is kind of my best girlfriend, though. (laughs) I love Mike. I know. He kind of is, too. Sorry to cut you off. You know what I mean, though. He, he but he, but he can't. He can't really, do. And it's not fair for that. me to expect that expect of him. him. That's and not same thing role. with my best girlfriend. Like she can't be everything that Mike is to me. Um, so we have these different people. So I do. I do have a bunch of different business coaches. I have had them for about six and a half years. Six years ago was my first business coach that I invested in. Okay. And as I've grown, I've moved on to different coaches and found different circles of influence. I also always have mentors. Mm -hmm. And so the difference really between a mentor and a coach is generally mentors are free and mentors don't even necessarily know that they're your mentor. So a mentor could just be someone that you look up to and you consume their content and you read their books. There are authors out there of books that I've read who I can consider a mentor who I might never meet in person and they don't know that they changed my life. Right. Right. So for the people out there who are like, well, I don't have the money to have a coach or I don't know where to find one there's that difference of being resourceful, right? Having resources and being resourceful. So you have to get resourceful. Books, you can you can rent them from the ticket out of the library. You can mm-hmm. buy them on Amazon. They can show up at your door tomorrow. So I think reading books and listening to podcasts like this one, hey. which I do all the time, uh, and finding people specifically on social media, since we're all on it, you may as well follow people that inspire you and, totally. and people that can kind of be mentors um, you know who some of mine are. I talk about them all the time yeah. and I can't wait one day to work with some of them, you know, until I'm at that level where I can, but yes, coaches need coaches. Um, 100% there's nothing, nothing will get you to your goal faster than, than getting help. Right. Yeah. And so the beauty of a coach is that they kind of eliminate or they minimize they minimize how many mistakes you're going to make if you listen, and they can kind of get you to your goal a little bit faster. So they expedite the process. They don't do it for you. That you, they're not promising that you're never going to make a that? mistake. They don't do it for you. They don't. They don't do it for you, and you are still going to make mistakes, and yeah. it is still going to take time to figure out. But like a book, you can learn in a smaller amount of time what something, you know, someone took ten years to learn. And you can learn it in a book reading just a chapter. Right. And so it's the same thing with a coach. They're going to kind of navigate you through their own personal mistakes, which is why I think it's also very important to have multiple coaches or to kind of change your coaches as you finish your programs yep. because you do want different perspective, different point of view, um, and there's no one way to do it. Right. So it's really important to hear that. Now, all of that said, if can I just say this? No. <laughs> do yourself a favor and do your coach a favor. If you are working with someone... Work with that one person when you're working with them. Listen to what they say. Follow what they say. And then after, if you want to implement something else. But it's the same thing as when people start with a personal trainer. And you're like, okay, I'm going to write you this program. We're going to do all this stuff. And a week into it, they're like, well, I'm going to actually start doing this other class. And I'm going to – I heard about this other diet. And they start messing with your programming. And then it doesn't work. Yeah. And then they blame you. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're – so real. Right? Like, so if you're working with someone – be respectful of you and that person and their process. Do it their way. Yeah. And then reassess at the end if you want to implement something else. Yeah. And that's so important because I've had many, many clients where it's they, first of all, in exercise specifically, people don't realize that sometimes doing less is the way to greater results. Yes. Um, so certainly this one girl I can think of who I worked with for a long time, she was doing SLT, Soul Cycle in one day, every day, and then trying to train with me. 
And I would be like, okay, you, you get to take Friday off. Like, do not do anything tomorrow. And she'd like go do a double soul cycle. Cause she's like, yeah, but I'm just sweating. And I'm like, no, you don't get, <laughs> but like adding stuff. So if you're working with two coaches or you're doing two different things, like not the coach's program is written as the coach's program because it's effective. Yep. And their results prove that. So if you try and add to their program, you're not coaching, you're not being coached anymore. You're trying to coach the coach and like recreate their program and it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so I totally second that. Go 100% with what the coach is offering you. So the, I have hired you. I've hired, I just hired my first life coach, like officially. Yeah. Um, that, and they're two like very different things. For Jess, it's very focused on business. For my other coach, it's very focused on just like clarity of mind, feeling good, creating positivity, which I'm really damn good at. Like I'm really good at that in my life. Hey. Um, and I get to learn more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, I'm investing in this. So I have done a ton of investment in self-help, coaching, different programs. What is that? I really like this discussion about like investing in yourself. It's scary. People are like, I don't have the money. I can't do that. I hear you about mentorship. I followed Eric Thomas, ET the hip hop preacher for six years. And that man changed my life. Every, every single morning I listened to TGIMs. Thank God it's Monday on YouTube every single morning in college. And it woke me up at five, six thirty in the morning in college when everybody else was sleeping until, until 10 o'clock and it created this like driven mindset and I was blessed enough to be able to spend time with him over the past few years one-on-one and like thank him because he's one of my heroes in my life so he was my mentor because I didn't have to pay him for anything this was just content yep. then I was ready to take certain things to the next level where even searching for business like guidance took hours and hours and hours and there's a billion different ways to do it and there was no clarity and I was like trying all these different things like I just said and it it was unproductive so I said I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to spend the money it costs to be in part of part of empower you I'm going to spend the money it costs to have this this coach you get to invest in yourself instead of wasting your time trying to figure it out on your own all the time like, at what point do we get to just, like, buckle down and say, it's time for me to invest in a coach, I guess is a question. Okay, so just backpedaling for one second, because I don't want the listeners to be confused, because I just said, I have all these different coaches for different, you know, to fill different cups. Yeah. And then in the next breath, I was like, if you have <laughs> yeah. one coach, listen to one coach. So let me just explain that for a second. In terms of the different cups they're filling... I have a speaking coach and then yeah. I have a business coach. Like yeah. they're very separate. So I am listening to what they say. They don't cross over in that sense. Totally. Okay. Just like a trainer and a nutritionist, like two different things. So I just want to make sure I clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> but to answer your question, oh, it's a heavy one. When, when, when do you invest? Um, you're never ready. So for those people who are not watching the YouTube channel, I'm staring at the camera. You're <laughs> never ready. Like, you are not. You are yeah. never ready. There's never a good time. You're never going to have the money. Yeah. Even when you have excess money, you're never going to have the money. So I challenge you with this. It's interesting because it's a very often, it's a sales objection when we do sales calls. Money is obviously the number one thing. And then it's usually we blame it on like a spouse. Yeah. So it's, it, it's a couple things. One is what is the value of the transformation and what does it cost you to not do it? So if you're talking about gaining your health back or losing the weight or stopping taking the pills to cure the diabetes that you could actually fix by yourself or building the business that's going to make you money or leaving the job that you're unhappy in, whatever it looks like, what is the cost of not doing it? Right. Right. But then also like I challenge you out there because we get so tight with our money, which is great, but what was the last thing that you spent $200 on? I love on? when you say this to me. Like, literally, what was the last thing that you spent $200 on? Or what, where, where did the last $400 go? Like, written down perfectly, without looking at your bank account. Yep. Could you tell me where the last $400 went? Because yep. for most of us, we don't know. Because for most of us, we don't keep track that tight. And it's also like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I didn't buy something for $400, so I guess it was probably like, a 
latte that I bought yesterday and maybe like $5 lattes times seven. You're at 35 bucks a week. Yeah. There we go. Okay. You know, and it's just, uh, maybe I bought a pair of leggings or like, I guess I had to pay for like a thing to get on the train or it kind of just goes to all these weird places. And right. so it's not really about like tightening the belt financially, but it's like really taking a look step, like zoom out and take a look at, at your finances to really understand it's not that we don't have the money. We're just choosing to use it in other places and allocate it in other places. Now, that said, some of the business coaches that I am working towards working with do cost a lot of money. It's a huge investment, which I understand the value and importance, so I'm ready to do it. I'm just not necessarily ready financially to do it yet, or I haven't qualified to get into these programs yet. So I understand it being a lot, right? But again, it's kind of what is the value of the transformation? What does it mean to you to do it? What is it going to cost you if you don't do it? And then where are you allocating your money anyway? Right. And and what could you kind of shift and tighten in your life so that you could afford it? Right. And for me, I know with like a nutritionist, especially I'm in this space. I've been in this space a long time. It's that ego we always talk about. Like, I don't need a trainer. I don't need a nutritionist. That's what I was waiting for. I was oh, waiting it's coming out. Lord. It's coming out. But at the end of the day, I don't want to write my own programs. Right. I don't. I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. I, I write everybody else's programs and I'm, I have nothing left. I want someone to hold me accountable. My health is so important, right? Because without that, we have nothing. But like, I perform better as a business coach. I make more sales calls. I make more income, which means I can make a bigger impact when I'm healthier. And so investing in my health, whether that's green juice or a personal trainer, is important to me. I don't own high-label brands. I don't don't own any brand name purses. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, it's not my thing. If it is yours, that's great. That's where you choose to spend it, right? So it's just about, again, making that choice. Like, for me, it's investing in myself with personal development, going to events, leveling up in that way, coaches, and then anything having to do with my health. And travel. I think travel is really important. But otherwise, like, I'm good with sneakers that are, you know, old or bags that are not name brand. and. That's my choice. It's value proposition. Yeah. It's how we make all of our decisions subconsciously or consciously. It's like, is the value of this coffee seven times a week more valuable than speaking with a business coach four times this month? Right. And because the truth is, if you're at $35 a week with coffee, you're at 130 bucks a month. Like, what if you put that towards coaching? Now coaching just went from a $400 coaching to like significantly less you've almost cut it in half so that's where i think people get really caught up is like i don't i don't have the money i'm like well it's because you don't want to have the money same thing with time right absolutely even more so with time i think i think people really struggle with the time thing it's like oh i don't have time for coaching it's like okay well then you don't have time to like build a business or you don't have time to like become uh, healthier or whatever it is that you're talking about investing time in yeah i I have learned, so we're in two very different positions. I just started hiring coaches this past year. Um, I always was, the ego was running me a lot saying like, I know how to do, and the truth is I know how to do a lot of this stuff. I'm not dumb. Like there's a lot of stuff that you and I do where I'm like, duh, but like she's also saying, okay, see you on Friday and this better be done. (laughs) And it's like, okay, now I'm going to do it. And I wasn't going to do it if I was alone. Um, So... I'm in a place where I'm investing in coaching and I trust that it's going to build something. It already has for me. Like I have an online coaching business now, a high ticket online coaching business. Yeah, baby. That wasn't in existence. What is it? Five months ago. And that's because I hired a coach. No question about it. It was not happening without having hired you. Just like you are now in a space, and this is where we separate, you've hired many coaches, you've been working with people. What is it, do you feel it has been valuable? Invaluable. Yeah. Invaluable, absolutely. And not just like monetarily, my own growth, right? And a lot of people come back with, well, you were just talking about mentors and all this free stuff. Yes, 100%, you can YouTube. Everything that I teach in Empower University you could probably find for free, whether it's another coach's freemium or it's a YouTube or it's someone's content on Instagram. So the question is, why would I hire you? People who in people who pay, pay attention. Yeah. Like you have to have skin in the game. How many times have you seen like a free workout challenge where it's like a week workout challenge and you just have to like open the email and you're supposed to do the video and you signed up for it and you didn't do any of them Mm -hmm. or you maybe did the first day, but not the other days. 
The same thing kind of happens with lower ticket things as well. So I know personally for me, I have bought and invested $20, $30 here and there for like little mini eBooks or little courses that I don't necessarily even use or open. But when you really invest and you really put some skin in the game, then you're going to show up like on Monday when you didn't want to. Mm -hmm. You showed up for the call, right? And it's not just because you're supposed to or it was in your schedule or because you didn't want to let anyone else down. Part of it's also, I paid. Right. (laughs) I want to get the most out of this, right? So. Yeah, I think there's a, and and it's different for every person because a $3,000 coaching program might be like whatever for somebody, but a $200 program, like it, it, it's depends on the person and yep. what you're willing to spend. So it's about finding a coach that fits what you can authentically can afford or are willing to afford. It's also where you're at, right? Like my first coach six and a half years ago was a $500 program. And then I did a $1,500 program. And then I did a $3,000 program. And then I did a $7,000 program. And then I did a $20,000 program, right? So like as I have grown and my business has grown, I invest back into my business. I also see the growth after. Like I can actually see what's happening from investing in the coaches and in myself, the business grows, finances grow. Okay, I'm going to invest back in again, which brings up a whole other conversation yeah. where I think sometimes there's a little bit of like smoke and mirrors with social media and people don't necessarily understand. Like if someone says they had a $50,000 launch or they made $100,000, like that doesn't necessarily mean that's what they're pocketing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes there's a lot of confusion, especially with the younger millennials coming up where it's like, oh my God, they're crushing it, making this money. But you have to understand how much like they're investing back into maybe they're doing Facebook ads. Maybe they're paying someone else. Like I actually hired my first full-time COO last Monday. She's not cheap. I'm paying someone now full-time, right? So it's investing back into that and then your own coaches and going to your events and maybe you have to pay. I know I have to pay for my website every month and I have to pay for my hosting things and all the different stuff that I pay to actually run the business. Um, So I do think that's a conversation that needs to be had. But you kind of level up when you're ready and when you need more help and you know what is not your zone of genius and yeah. kind of go fill it in with someone who can help in that area so you can stay focused on on what you're good at and then find someone to help you with the stuff you need help with. I believe it's level up when you're not ready and you can't stop thinking about it. Well, so yeah. it's not like level up when you're ready because as Jess said before, you'll never be ready. No. Like you're just nothing, it will not all be in place. It's just not happening. Level up when you're not ready and you can't stop thinking about it. So like I kept going to sleep saying like, why am I burning at both ends and feeling like I am like no matter how much I raise my rates in personal training and I'm probably one of the more expensive trainers in the country. Like we all are in this space. It still was feeling like I can only make the hour that I'm putting work in. And I'm like, I'm done with that. Like there, I know I have value to offer people that I don't need to be sitting in front of them one-on-one to get done. And I couldn't stop thinking about that. And when I realized like, okay, you can either keep thinking about it and like say you can't afford a coach to help you with it or just buck up and do it. What Jess was saying about investing, invest in that. And like, yeah, you may invest, okay, $3,000 in a program and then you might make 6000 in the time that you're in the program. Amazing. And you're not going to pocket the next 3000 That next 3000 is going to the next coach or that coach again or that next section. Like you look at all these guys and gals, you swiping through Instagram and you get an ad about like, hey, you want to build your business? And those people may have made a million dollars this year in their coaching business or in their like whatever they're doing. And I, I would guarantee you that a ton of that money went right back into that ad that you're watching. And they're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm only pocketing a hundred thousand dollars this year. And I, my business made a million. Yep. And it's like, think of how much (laughs) is done with all the other money that they're putting into this stuff. So it's a willingness to, request coaching, dropping your ego and saying, I don't know it all. And even if I do, I get to have support and people holding me accountable. And then just like jumping when you're not ready. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is like, yes, you're never ready. I guess I meant a little bit more ready. You're never even ready financially, but sometimes you have to qualify to get into Mm -hmm. certain programs. So that's what I meant by ready. But you should never be comfortable. Right. 
and that's hard. But after a point, it's actually addicting. Yeah. And so the feeling of being uncomfortable gets addicting because you know that on the other side of that fear and of that discomfort is growth. And it's the same thing, bring it back to the gym, right? We break muscles down, we tear them so that we can grow them. It's the same thing here. If you're hanging out in this pool of like the same people and everyone's kind of like level or you maybe are the most qualified in the room, that's cool because it feels good in the moment. And you're like, wow, I'm the smartest in the room or people are coming to me for help or I know what I'm doing and I don't have to get uncomfortable, but you're not going to grow there. And so when you look to a coach, when you look to a program, I challenge you to go into one that you maybe are the lowest in terms of experience or how much money you're making or how much, how many certifications you have and what you know. The program that I'm looking to get into, currently I will be seemingly at the bottom, which is like, oh, nobody wants to be a small fish, right? right. And, but at the same time, I'm really excited about it because I'm like, no, that's amazing opportunity for me to grow and for me to learn. And I do have stuff to bring to the table. Yeah. So don't think for one second if you're like the lowest on the totem pole that you don't have stuff to offer. You, everybody has stuff to offer. You have your own experiences. You have your own story. You have yeah. things that you've learned, um, mistakes that you've made and learned from that you can bring to the table. But it's actually like really exciting now where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of ready to be at the bottom. Right. And It's using results. So it's it's not just being uncomfortable all the time to the point – because if you're uncomfortable all the time and never the best in the room, you'll never feel accomplished. You won't feel like you're elevating. Confidence. So, yeah. So for me, I've done a lot of things like even in a gym space where I was around trainers for a long time in my first gym where I was like – I, I was the man. I was doing more continuing education than anybody. I had the most clients. I was the youngest. I was freaking killing it. And I was like staying there and loving it. And I remember feeling like, I want to go back to that feeling of I have no clients. I don't even have a certification yet. All I know how to do is clean the weights and like pick up all the shit on the floor. I want to go back to that because that put a fire under my ass to be great. Yeah. Now I'm like sitting in greatness in this gym feeling like hot stuff, but I needed so badly deficit, like that, that desire to, I, I desired to be back in that space of not being the best in the room. Yeah. So then I was like, I got to go somewhere else or I got to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. And that win, that success, those things are really important really important I believe to see and recognize them so like yeah being a part of a coaching program where you graduate from and you're like looking at the people just coming in and you're like shit man like I remember that I was there and I've made it here and like yeah I want to support the people below me and I'm ready to go get people above me and like get in that space so now I'm at performance house where I feel like a dummy every day Because they're just brilliant. We were just talking about it. Yeah. Like these people are so wildly educated and I know I'm educated. I know I'm really smart and I do awesome stuff in this space, but I'm just getting around people who keep showing me you got more work to do. You got more work to do. And then when I get to a space here where I'm like, I've elevated so much, I will continue the next chapter, whether it be here getting more, like, I don't know what that looks like, but I think it's really important to not just constantly be in a place of deficit where it's like right now I'm on my low swing. Yep. I was one of the top instructors in the country, I, which I was really proud of or you should be. people have told me that, which like just to hear people say that so awesome. I made it to performance house. What the hell? How, how did that happen? Like what are we doing here? Um, I started like um, building like a business, like a personal training business. I was speaking. It was awesome. And then I was like, I'm living like so high right now and I got to find a way back down. Yeah. And it's not just like screw myself over. And no, like, it's not sabotage. It's, it's for growth. It's for growth. Yeah. So like then I was like, okay, let me get rid of my cushy position at Ripped being like the owner and let's go start this next project. Yeah. And that's what I did. So now I'm in this place of like, oh my God, I am so at the bottom, like swinging up. Yeah, but, but all, all it takes is it's one word. People ask all the time, like, how do you get so confident? I, I don't think people are just absolutely born with it. I, I do think some people naturally have it a little bit more, but it, it is definitely something you can practice. So one word, and it's what you need to do right now when you're in this pop place where you're not at the top. Mm-hmm. We'll call it the implementation dip, right? Mm-hmm. Action. Yeah. Action breeds confidence. That's it. It's doing something and either 
quote unquote, being successful that makes you feel confident or doing something and quote unquote failing, but like not dying and knowing that you're still okay, that breeds confidence. So it's either fail and learn, which I don't like to call fail, right? Or succeed. Both things are going to breed confidence. And so when you're in this bottom thing, it's kind of like, okay, do something, go take action, go start, you know, go make an event, go gather the people, try a thing, get on your Instagram stories, whatever it looks like sign up to play guitar like just learn something new and take action and the next thing you know you blink and you're back at the top and you're like this is great life is great i'm comfortable i'm successful and then it's like oh wait okay but i need to do something else now right because we should constantly be learning we're lifelong learners and if you're just and for me bringing it all the way back to the merry-go-round that's how i felt it was just it was easy it was um i could anticipate the next move it was a bit boring Yeah. yeah and Absolutely. It just didn't work for me. Yeah. So yeah. I pulled the net and I jumped. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's it's an awesome thing to talk about in hindsight. And it's also terrifying to do in the beginning. Um, and I just would advise anybody listening who is in that place of, like, what do I do? Should I try? Just, like, action breeds confidence, like Jess said. Go for it. Give it a try. Don't, like, screw your whole life over to go try something. <laughs> like, there's ways to do it and that are a little safer. Um, but that is, it is wildly powerful. And I just, I think that that people get stuck in overthinking, yeah, analyzing and like, what do you say? Analysis paralysis. Yep. Like you think, Oh, but what if this, but what if that? Just give it a try. The biggest difference between the shakers and bakers and the not, I think are the ones like who give it a try and know that a failure will allow them to grow as well as a success will allow them to grow and like celebrate yeah so no matter what happens it's a win like that's how i it's truly how i look at it and i think people think that oh that's really cute but that's not real life no it's real life for us if shit hits the fan and we mess up real life is we messed up hell yeah break down (laughs) like break down we get to learn from this and we take the next step knowing that that's not the right way to do it or that I get to do this differently next time or that whatever you get to learn from that situation. Absolutely. Just like a success is a win and you get to celebrate and it feels so good and you're on that high. So no matter the situation, it's a win. Success is also a lesson though, right? Like, cause either way you want feedback. It's like, I did this and it worked or I didn't do this and it didn't work. Let me take the feedback and let me implement again. And guess what that means? Action. When you go to implement the new thing or the old thing and try it a different way, it's action again. So it's this, this cycle. It's just a loop of taking action, taking the res- like getting response and feedback, and then implementing action, response, yeah. implement, and you just keep going around. Um, and it's exciting and it's fun. And you know, I think we should give the listeners some actionable steps because they're sitting here right now, fired up. Like, okay, well, what do I do next? So yes, you're never ready. But do you okay. see the coach in her? <laughs> Please just notice that ship. So I think there should be some actionable steps. (laughs) I love you. Okay, give us actionable steps. No, go. You're so right. I love it. So they're sitting here going, okay, well, what can I do right now? So a couple things you can do right now. And it doesn't have to cost you money. And it's beyond mentorship. Is there an event happening where you live that you could go to that's free? Check your library. Go to your town. Like, I know the town I grew up in has, like, it's called Patch, like, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. There's, like, mom groups you can join on Facebook. Like, there's something going on. If you live here in New York, there are a million free events. There are all sorts of Instagram pages that you can follow that will tell you about said free events, right? Yeah. So can you show up at an event where you're going to be surrounding yourself with people that are going to make you a little uncomfortable, make you feel up-leveled? Can you sign up for a course? Like I said, maybe it's learning guitar. Maybe you go buy one of those Rosetta Stones and learn Italian. Like I, I don't know what it is, but it's that first step of taking action. Maybe you need to spring clean your feed and kind of, you don't have to unfollow people. Fun fact, you can just mute them, right? Like, so maybe the people that are making you feel less than, maybe you just mute them. Maybe you set a timer on your phone so you spend less time on your phone. Maybe you set up date night with your spouse or your significant other where it's on the calendar and it's something that you're going to do and you have it planned out ahead of time. So it's, it's just one small thing. Like, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably have a phone with you. Like, go on Amazon right now and buy a book. Like, yeah. just just do it. Treat yourself to a $12 book. It'll show up at your house tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And, and then read it. <laughs> like, don't... I love this one. Don't let it be shelf help. Yeah. You know? Like, don't just put it on the shelf and just let it sit there. Like, read it. 
And I'm so guilty of that. I have the best books ever, and I have an awesome bookshelf in my apartment that I look at. I sit on my couch and I purposely put it above my TV. So if I ever, I never watch TV, but if I ever go to sit down and watch TV, I stare at the beautiful shelf, sh- the beautiful <laughs> shelf and I'm like, ah, oh, I have that one that I haven't read yet. And it like, it, it's not like a guilt thing, but kind of is, or I'm like, I just bought that book. Let me go read it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's huge. There are so many things you can do for free to start your process. Yeah. And just like create a little fire. Yesterday, I downloaded from Instagram, just like one of those dumb videos that I was watching. This guy was like, want to build your speaking business to a seven-figure business? It's all bullshit, obviously. Like, no, I'm sorry. It's not bullshit. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, that video is like, oh, I'm going to build you a seven-figure business. There is years of work that happens before that. There's no 10-minute fix. But I'm always interested to see because... I do promotions like that. I like to see how other people do it. So I went to go check out what this guy had to offer. He had a 32-page PDF that he sent out. And I sat there for free and learned a lot on his PDF. Yeah. And now I was like, okay, I have this information, but I need to elevate and get support in this. So the next thing was like, on my next call with Jess, I'm going to bring this up and have that discussion. So like, you will know when it's time to reach out for support at that next level. There's just an overwhelming feeling of like, I can't do this alone. That is the trigger to trust yourself and go and like invest in something. That's what I believe it is in my experience. So that moment was like, great, this is a free PDF. I learned a lot. There's a couple things that I get to implement from this that will be really important for me. And then there's gonna hit a point where it's like, okay, I have no idea how to do this part of it. I can either invest in this guy's program or I can call Jess or I can talk to my life coach or whatever, or find people. I'm sure there's another free avenue to do that also. And but yeah, for me, absolutely. I like, I'm going to use my resources. Exactly. So I think it's just really important to know that there are three steps you can take to get started. And then the sky's the limit. Like absolutely. Next, step, next step. Yeah. Okay. So let's do some shameless plugs here. (laughs) Um, So I have an event coming up that you guys are going to hear all about. Um, My first big boy event that I did where I was like really speaking and it was super powerful for me and there was incredible things going on was on a platform that Jess built at the Mind Body Tribe. So these events are incredibly powerful. The response of people from that event that Jess created was insane. Do you have stuff where people can like get in touch with you and be in your space. What do you got going on? Yeah, do you have absolutely. more events coming? So Mind Body Tribe experience was a dream. Dream. For it me, was, and I didn't even like it's hers, and it was a dream for me to be a part of. It was months of work. It was not easy. It took a lot out of me. Um, for me, one of the coolest things about it, though, was that we donated 100% of the proceeds, not the profits, like 100% of the proceeds went directly to Pencils of Promise. So we actually donated $20,000. I know, to go build a school over in a third world country. So that is really cool. And I do suggest if you are interested in any sort of like doing an event or maybe even starting a business type of course or something, really consider using that platform space and finances to give back. And you don't have to do it in that capacity, but we need to help more. Like we need to band together. We need to help more. And if, again, if you're listening to this podcast, like, Life is pretty good, and so you could take a couple bucks that people are giving you towards an event and go put it towards something that you're super passionate about. Um, Give more. (laughs) We have to give more. You get more when you give more, and that's just a byproduct. It's not why you do it. Um, But we are very, very fortunate here, and I practice gratitude a lot. I practice gratitude every day. It changed my life, and so that was the coolest part about the Mind Body Tribe experience. Obviously, seeing all the girls, it was a women's-only event, so seeing all the girls, like, come together and step out of their comfort zone and do these activities and the pictures and it's it's all great and wonderful but having that that bigger mission and then also understanding like I was able to do that and give 100% because of the business that I have built and so that was really cool and I am really proud of myself my parents my husband are all really proud and like that's really cool and something to be celebrated so as for when is the next one, <laughs> it'll, it'll be some time. I'm not 100% sure, but definitely follow along. The Instagram page for them is at fit.trips. 
Um, that was the company that I owned. Mind Body Tribe Experience was part of Fit Trips. You can always go to mbtexperience.com. That's the actual website for it. But um, best to just follow along with what I'm doing over at Jess.Glazer. And that was really cool. Empower University is getting a complete overhaul right yeah, now. So June 15th, I said it out loud, June 15th will be the launch of the brand new university. That said, people are still in it now, and people can still enroll from now until June 15th. It's just basically we're launching the new program on June 15th. So it'll be like, you know, a little facelift going on. Um, that's really exciting. Everything going on in Empower University is really cool. For me, I've kind of stepped away from the health and fitness industry in terms of like the grind of the personal training um, and the health and fitness coaching online. But indirectly, I get to help even more people because yeah. I'm helping you guys build your businesses and you're helping people with their health and fitness. Right, ripple effect for sure. Yeah, and it's just so cool and so I get to help indirectly while also helping you like pay your rent right. <laughs> and feed yourself. And that is really, really cool. So, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to buckle down and you think that building like being an entrepreneur is your thing, the beauty of what Jess does and I do with my coaching program is we do like um, calls like to, to sit with you and see if this is something that would be fitting for you because it's not for everybody. Absolutely not. It's really not. And we want to sit with you and like have a consultation and see, is this something that might work for you? So reach out to her on DM and be like, I think this might be something. I don't know what the price is. I don't know what the time. I just want to talk. She does those. She like, and that's something beautiful about what you do, I think. And what I do is that we take the time and we get on a call and we'll sit with you for a half hour, an hour, whatever it is. And, um, and discuss and, yeah. and see what, you know, you're up to and if this is in alignment with what you want to create in your life. And Jess said something about like she practices gratitude every day. That's something that like, so that's part of my coaching program now. It's like I teach people, which, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I'm right? saying that's what it you out. you get to do. Oh, like that's work. Think. It's crazy that that's, that's work. work. It's like not fair sometimes. Yeah. Um, and watching people go through my program and learn how to accept, be with, and generate gratitude in their lives and then in turn like everything comes from that yeah everything so if you're interested in either of those things there's our shameless plugs <laughs> you know that um all right so we finished the show with i ask i would like to see how you can leave our listeners with something that gets them feeling less good so something that you can give little nugget wisdom that gets people feeling like let's go i'm fired up what do you got for us? All right, so I'm going to give you a couple of my favorite. They're not necessarily quotes. I guess they're quotes. It's just mm -hmm. kind of like slogans, sayings, words to live by. Obviously, you know the first one. So ego is your biggest overhead. overhead yeah. Okay, Ego is going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you money, experiences, time, relationships. You have to drop the ego. And in this podcast in particular, and for what you do, which is awesome, ego is what holds us back a lot of times from quote unquote, personal development or self-help. So for whatever reason, self-help and personal development in like the 80s and 90s got this bad rap, which is a bunch of BS. There is nothing better or more important than developing yourself and growing. And I think a lot of times there's fear around what it looks like and is it woo-woo and am I not strong enough? Or And I don't mean men, but is it too feminine, right? Because we all have feminine and masculine. So Personal development tends to fall into the feminine, so people feel like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't need that. I'm strong enough, and whatever. So ego, whether it's asking for help, hiring a coach, whatever that looks like, start with yourself. If you're listening to the podcast, I acknowledge you because this right here is personal development. You are already up leveling and trying to better yourself, so I acknowledge you for that. Continue with it. If you're someone who's like on the fence and you like want to secretly hide and read a book in private that no one knows about, then like go do it. So drop your ego and go start to work on yourself. And for us entrepreneurs, like the fastest path to personal development is entrepreneurship. That's all it is. Yep. Entrepreneurship is a ride of personal development. So number one is, is drop your ego, right? So ask for help. Number two is done is better than perfect. When perfect ain't done. Yeah. What do they say? Like 80% done is better than 100% perfect. Like you just have to do it, whatever you're doing. So done is better than perfect. Being a perfectionist is not cute. It's not a good quality. It's actually just procrastination, right? Like yep. it's, just a, it's just a mask for that. So 
get out of your own way, stop worrying about being perfect, and just take action, take messy action. Just do it. Yeah. It's like so cheesy, but we got to just do it. Yep. Even if it's messy and the, the mic dies and the battery pack goes. Is that fitting? You know, it just doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah, man. Like we were just talking about this at the beginning um, of the podcast I was setting up. Like I have my crazy setup where it's like these two mics that one of them I found, one of them I got like <laughs> half off on a sale that I found. Like I could, I did not want to spend the money on this whole setup. And here I am like ratchet putting a table here and creating this just do it but you're just doing it can do it and this this is the beginning of your story and one day when you have a full podcasting studio or not maybe you change routes right, right. maybe you change direction but you'll always have that like remember when we were sitting in the corner of performance by I the lockers wait <laughs> i can't wait like i'm so actually i can wait but yeah. i'm so excited about that so just do it Jess, you're awesome. You're Thank awesome. you so much. I Thank love you. you. Thanks Thank for being so a part much. of it. Let's go, fam. Thank you for listening. We will see you all on the next episode. Make sure to follow Jess at Jess.Glazer. Follow me at Nick Pegg's Fit. You know the deal. And rate, subscribe, do all the good stuff. And I'll see you all next time. Go surround yourself with awesome people. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks. Yo, fam. I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Pags Fit fam. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and I'll see you all on the next episode.